When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Building Better Business podcast is the best place to learn how to take your business to the next level. It's no longer enough to earn good profits. You need to develop a network of connections as well as use all types of marketing to your advantage that will put you over the edge. Hosted by me, Steve Eschbach, a financial executive with decades of experience in dealing with businesses and business people, we'll learn how this all comes together. Join me and my expert guests as we delve into the many facets of owning the business and how to become a good, caring business owner. Listen how making a difference in your community can attract all sorts of clientele, which in turn will build you a better business. Greetings of the day, listeners, and welcome to another edition of Building Better Businesses. My name is Steve Eschbach. I am your host. I own a business called Transworld Business Advisors. We are the largest and fastest growing business brokerage in the world. And I'm delighted to have with me today, Andrea Pereira, who's going to talk a little bit about branding. I want to thank you very much, Andrea, for joining me today. How are you? Thanks for having me, Steve. I'm good. Thanks. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. So we're going to kind of run the gamut from uh, your early childhood on up until your uh, most recent successes. So uh, first of all, tell me a little bit about your business. I know it's a branding business. Mm -hmm. So give me a little background on what it is you currently do and how you assist your clients. Yeah, so I own Rocket Science Branding. We are specifically a swag agency. So when it comes to marketing, when it comes to branding, there are so many sides to it. There is the logo and brand development side all the way up through over-the-top advertising and media buys. And so we kind of fit specifically in that niche of swag and branded merchandise. So what we do is we try to help brands communicate their ethos and their story with their intended audiences, whether that's internally, their own employees, or externally, like their customers or the community. Um, and we do that using the medium of swag. There you go. I've heard of tchotchkes. I've heard of trinkets. Swag I've heard of, but I haven't heard of much used recently. So that's uh, that's interesting. So let's do this. Let's rewind the videotape. We're going to go back to your uh, formative years. Tell me a little bit about your childhood, your upbringing, how your parents influenced where you are today. Yeah, so... Um, Grew up, spent my whole life here in Los Angeles. My mom was an English teacher and a high school principal back in India of an all-boys high school. And my dad is a financial planner, and he's also got like a master's in communications, though. So, So he's got that kind of marketing communications, really strong writing background. I think that I also have a younger brother. I think that my journey through telling a story, though, really does come from my parents because I was always taught to explain my logic behind something. And it wasn't even about arguing or justification. It was, why are you making the choices that you're making? Make sure that you're making thoughtful, conscious choices. And so I think that that ties really in with branding. It's what's the story that you're telling and why are you telling it? Why is it relevant? So as you were growing up, what did you think you were going to do when you became where you are today? I don't know if you had the same vision back. uh, Not at all. What, what What were you thinking about back then? 
I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to be an elementary school teacher. And I actually went so far as to do some of the in-classroom work and everything. And I just, I kind of realized during that time, it wasn't for me. I started getting like early childhood credits and such, just wasn't the right fit. And so I was in business, I transferred into business school. And then I thought I was going to be a lawyer because like I mentioned, I love discussion. I love the Socratic method of finding truth. And then I started taking classes at the law school and I realized I did not really want to work with other lawyers all day long. It wasn't the right fit for me. And through this process, though, I had a job at another swag company, another branded merchandise agency, and I kind of realized I wasn't loving the teaching work. I wasn't loving law school. I wasn't loving, I tried finance. I didn't love that, but gosh darn it. I didn't mind my marketing job or I didn't mind my, my swag job. So it kind of turned into, well, how do I make this last? How do I build a career out of, at the time when I started, I was a receptionist. So that wasn't going to sustain for 50 years, but how could I turn that into something? So I'm hearing that you didn't like, didn't like, didn't like, but then I'm hearing that you do like branding and communication. So that was good. You had a a father who was very, um, very keen on helping you with messaging because that's critically important. But so it sounds like that became your passion over time. Am I right about that? Absolutely. I thought it was really interesting that all the plans that I had for myself were really not bringing me joy. And the one thing that was not at all planned is where I found happiness and where I decided to stay. There you go. So uh, tell me a little bit more about what your philosophy or beliefs are about branding. How does branding help a business in terms of, uh, you know, getting a foothold into their success stories going forward? So I think that branding has changed a lot. And in order to really understand how branding works today and how branding is integral to a business, I think you kind of have to understand where people are today with the internet, with online ordering. It's not like it was 50 or 100 years ago where you were limited to the businesses around you. And because of that, businesses have to now think in terms of how am I connecting with people? They're they're not stuck with me. They can go anywhere. How am I connecting to people? And why are people choosing to purchase from me? And so I think that's where branding is really important as an organization or as a business. It's, It's figuring out what are you about? Because people buy from people. That's really what it comes down to. At the end of the day, people buy from people. And And while we may have the gamut of buying decisions in terms of, you know, I don't agree with your political views, but you're closer to my house. So I'm just going to go there anyway, all the way to, I don't agree with your views. So therefore I will not support your business because I am, I'm voting with my dollar, right? People are going to make those decisions and looking at the consumer mindset today, they are making decisions and speaking with their dollars. So what is your brand? Why are you doing this? Why are you here? Why should we support your third car or your fourth vacation home? Have a reason. Stand sounds for like, something. Yeah, it sounds like, Andrea, there's a lot of listening and learning and then responding accordingly and then kind of crafting how to go forward after that. Is that right? <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. So that's critically important. Yeah. So basically, I think what I'm hearing you say is that you want to get a good understanding of who your client is. And then that determines how you determine what type of brand marketing is system going forward. 
Exactly. That's actually how we do it. And that's really the difference between when people look at branded merchandise as the trinkets and trash or tchotchkes, they tend to just look at it as something they're just throwing away, right? It's something to just give for the sake of giving. Or um, an interesting thing that I hear sometimes is, I want to give away that item because my customer, or I'm sorry, my competitors give away that item. And then I'm kind of like, well, why do you want to be exactly like your competitors? Isn't the whole point to differentiate, to stand for what you stand for? So that's the difference between that kind of giving away stuff mindset versus gifting and what kind of relationship are we trying to build here and what kind of community do we want to create together? So that's really what branding is. It's telling that story and creating community. So I crack a smile because many times I'm on the golf course and trying to look for my ball, I'll find another ball with another logo on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's so funny because kiddingly, I'll give out balls with my company names on it. I'll say, well, do me a favor if you lose your ball in the woods. That way someone else will find it and that'll be top of mind there. Kind of a different way of looking at it, if you will. But uh, I mean, if you think about it, it's actually a higher return on impression then. So from a metric standpoint, it's, it's good for people to lose the balls in the woods. Absolutely. Yeah. So what would you say is your ideal client? So tell me a little bit more about Rocket Brand and then what type of clients are you going after? You're not going after the major automobile manufacturers or uh, anything like that. What would you say in your area? Who are, you, who are your ideal clients and how do you go about finding them? So we do actually work with some of those major automobile manufacturers. Um, And we do have some of them on our roster. We've got quite a few Fortune 100, Fortune 500 companies on our roster. But we actually look for, and I know a lot of business professionals use the terms ICP or now the, the buzzword right now is avatar, right? We aren't really looking for an avatar at Rocket Science. We are looking for a feeling, an ethos, a dedication towards your own brand. We're we're looking for organizations that want to develop community, that want to develop a relationship with their people, whether that's the internal associates who work there, or if it's the outside community, or if it's just the audience of uh, their consumers. And what we're really looking for is what do you believe in? Who are you? And how do you want to connect with people? That's what we're looking for. So our clients, when we are out there prospecting, we tend to look for businesses that are over $10 million in revenue that have an established brand persona. They know who they are. They know what their mission is. And maybe they're coming to us because they're saying, you know, at an executive level, we know exactly who we are, but we're struggling to communicate that to our customers, or we're struggling to communicate that to our employees. How do we help them feel like they're a part of this community that we're creating. And so that's where we really come in. It's not even about your business size as much as it is, what are you trying to achieve? Where are you trying to go? So tell me a little bit again about Rocket Brand. Is it you? Is it a couple of people in your firm? Do you have a big team? Do you collaborate with some uh, outside contractors or other advisors? How does that all work? So we started in 2019. We're still growing. We did reasonably okay for 2020 the way it was. It started with just me and a little bit of part-time contractor help, and we are growing. So at this point, it's myself and then a few part-time people. 
we're hoping to get some more full-time on board in 2021, maybe 2022, depending on how the year goes, but we'll see where it goes. It's, it's growing. It's exciting. So, so building better businesses, it sounds like you're starting out at a level where you can handle it and then moving on from there. And then um, if you had a like rank one, two or three, and we're talking about building better businesses and you're talking about branding to assist in that. What would be the one, two, or three number items in your uh, top list to assist those to better get their messaging across, either through branding, using swags or whatever? How would you comment on that? I think my first thing would be the branding itself to figure out who are you, why are you doing this, who do you, who are you really trying to connect with? Um, looking at it from a brand affinity standpoint, and even the fact that it's five times more expensive to acquire a new customer versus retain the customer you already have. So I would really start with that branding overall. What's your messaging? Why are you here? Who are you doing it for? And why are you good at what you do? The second thing I would actually um, look to next is developing the brand culture. So your brand messaging and your branding kind of exists more on a piece of paper, right? It's your logo, your colors, your, we use words like this. We don't use words like that. That's your brand style guide. The next thing I would do is to develop the community and really feeling that ethos internally, because I think that swag or really any kind of external marketing is a moot point if you don't understand what you're doing and why you're doing it. It's going to come through in your customer service. It's going to come through in your attrition and how long you're able to keep employees for. It's going to come out whether or not you want it to. And so I think that cultivating that brand love internally is really the second step. You've got your messaging down. You know who you are. Now you need to communicate that. And then swag would come in third in that sequence because it's that is the medium to support the messaging, to support the culture. There's no point to putting out cool swag if you're a terrible company with a horrible mission and no that, that, that That's very well said. And the interesting comment that you made there, the one that resonated with me, you said it's five times more expensive to get a brand new customer than it is to kind of retain your customers. So there must be a lot of thought, thought component involved in that whole concept, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. yeah, yep. Makes a lot of sense. So we're almost near the end of our uh, 15 or 20 minutes, if you will. What haven't we covered up to this point that you think you want to get the uh, message to our audience about? One thing that we tend to actually do webinars for our clients on, so we'll meet with a client, a marketing director may make a purchase from us and they'll say, you know, we want to buy A, B, and C products. And then we actually will do webinars for our clients, sales teams, or whomever is using the product, maybe their event team or whatever. And one thing that I like to emphasize is using your swag strategically, thinking of it as a gift, right? So you may not give a tie to your mom at the holidays. You probably will not give a new scooter or whatever the new skateboard wheel toy is to your grandfather, right? You think about who's going to use a gift before you go out and purchase it and before you choose to give it to them. So my biggest thing that we haven't talked about that I would bring up is it's better to not purchase swag than to purchase the wrong swag. And then all of a sudden you're just wasting money. You're throwing it away and you're giving something to somebody who's saying, why on earth would you give this to me? Do you not know me at all? We just, I just signed a $20,000 contract with you and you're giving me this. 
So that would be my biggest piece of advice thing to take for you, my little freebie, so to speak, is think about what you're buying and who you're buying it for before you hit that purchase now or invoice approved email, whatever it may be. Put that little thought into it and really make it a gift. Make it something from me to you and a connection between us. And that's what's really going to drive that return on your swag. It's going to be the return on your ethos, the return on impression from a branding and return on investment from a financial perspective. So that's the one thing I'd really leave you with. That sounds good. So we're at the end here now. How can we get in touch with you? How can we find out more about you and your company? Give us that info. Yeah. So Rocket Science Branding, we're based out of Garden Grove, California. You can Google us. Um, All of our contact info is right there. We are also on the main socials. We're on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. If you come to our Instagram, you'll get to see a good variety of photos of the work that we've done, ideas we have. We also put out little series um, of videos every now and then with whatever's trending or ideas for the holidays. Not everything is even um, product Based. A lot of it is just, here's a good idea to save you some time when you're making purchasing choices, et cetera. So I'd start with our Instagram. That'd be great. That's good to know. Thanks so much, Andrea. Thanks for your time and uh, have a good rest of the day. Thanks, Steve. Have a good one. Thanks, everyone. The Building Better Business podcast is the best place to learn how to take your business to the next level. It's no longer enough to earn good profits. You need to develop a network of connections as well as use all types of marketing to your advantage that will put you over the edge. Hosted by me, Steve Eschbach, a financial executive with decades of experience in dealing with businesses and business people, we'll learn how this all comes together. Join me and my expert guests as we delve into the many facets of owning the business and how to become a good, caring business owner. Listen how making a difference in your community can attract all sorts of clientele, which in turn will build you a better business.